Before we get into today's episode of the podcast, I want to remind everybody to go to our podcast page on Instagram at Listen to This While You Shit. Give us a follow. Go to our Twitter page at Listen and Shit. Give us a follow. Go to our YouTube channel at Listen to This While You Shit. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Press the bell icon to get notified whenever I drop new videos. Um, and if you had the time and you are an iOS user, go to your Apple Podcast app and uh, give us a rating review. Uh, whether you hate the podcast or you love the podcast. I don't really give a fuck either way, but it does help it pop up and more people recommend it. And the more reviews, the more people will uh, listen. I believe that's how the algorithm works. I don't know. That's what podcasters tell you to do. So go do it. Thank you. This podcast is brought to you by Anchor, the fastest and easiest way to make a podcast. But more on that later. For now, let's get right into the bullshit. I want to say thank you. What's a love party, family. I want to say thank you. I want to say thank you. <clears throat> Y'all know I usually, um, I usually start the pod with the intro, and I'm going to get to the regular intro, but let me, um, I want to say thank you to everybody this week. This week has, um, um, this week was a very important week in, in the, in, inside my progression as a creator and just being an internet personality. This week was very important to what I think the future of, uh, this podcast and my other creative endeavors could possibly be. And, um, you guys gave me, um, not just me, but like my family and like um, people who support me, like you know, a lot of hope for what this could possibly be. Um, uh, it was the support that I received this week on the merchandise and on the Patreon were absolutely incredible, incredible. You guys um, exceeded my expectations. Like, I I didn't think I would like you know. I didn't think I would do the numbers that I like. I I had an idea that I could possibly do the numbers that I could that, that I would do, um, but doing those numbers and actually like seeing them, I'm like, wow, people believe in me. People believe in this, and um, that's amazing. That that's that is amazing feeling to um, to have, and you know, every day I wake up and it's a new Patreon e- email. Every day, so I wake up and it's a new merch email. Um, it's absolutely like um it's something that I couldn't even like uh when I talk to my friends about you know like before like I told Larry Line I wanted to do a Patreon and stuff like that and um they told me that they didn't think it was a good idea not because they didn't believe in it it was just like who's going to subscribe to that and you know that doubt actually you know like that kind of shit makes you think like yo who's going to subscribe to that but 25 people in the first week there's only 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 there's only one video up 25 weeks subscribe 25 people subscribed in the first week i've received 13 orders on merch um it's amazing i want to give out just a a a thank you to everybody i know i said i was only going to do like the major tiers on patreon 
But um, I just want to give a thank out to everybody this first week for supporting me. Let's just go down the list of names. Um, Yuku, Yukli Honus. Y'all know I can't say names, but it's E-U-C-L-A Honus. Shout out to him. Dawson, Jaden, Mikaela, Mikihila, Jizuwaiwu. <laughs> that name fucked me up. Uh, Amir Grazi, Toria Moon, uh, Andre Nelson, Josiah, Josiah Jimenez, Jordan Jones, Matt Marsh, Ron, Roanoke Carroll, Chris McKnight. Thank you to every single one of you for buying merch. Um, incredible. It, uh, um, <laughs> you guys helped me a whole bunch. And, that, and, the, and this is just round one. And hopefully when I release new stuff in the future, you guys will want to buy that too. But the fact that I made money off of it, it's crazy. Um, so that's, that's thorough. Let's, 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 let's give a shout out to all the patrons right now. I want to give out a shout out to even a $1 tier for this first week because, um, it's, it was, it was amazing. I got to keep in the show more cause there's so many, uh, Nathan Martinez, Chris McKnight, Chris McKnight not only bought merch, but he also subscribed to the Patreon. Anaya, Miles Green, Johnny, Tavon, Gordon, Eli, he's telling me, he sent me how to send his name and I didn't listen to the message. But you know who the fuck you are. Elihis has me knowing. Y'all know I can't say. Y'all know words be beating my ass. But I love you still to this day. He saw, he saw for 10 too. I got to learn how to say a name if you're going to be subbing for $10 monthly. We got um, Demetrius Grism, Grism, Devon Wilson, Veli Washington, uh, Andre Thomas, Red So, Lania Richard, uh, Don, Don of Six Stacks, Josiah Un... Mm, Josiah mm, <laughs> Josiah Noto, okay. Frederick, Frederick Baigu. Why your name so fucking weird? Have regular names, you fucking douchebags. <laughs> Why your name so fucking weird? Why is this your names? I can understand. Uh, shout out uh, Alec, Alejandro, uh, Jamal Hughes, um, Chris Bridges, Nisha, uh, I Crooklyn, Miles Sample. Miles Sample also bought merch too, didn't he? Miles Sample bought merch and he uh and he bought um the Patreon, I believe. And we have Zero Daniels, the most recent one. Um 25 of y'all. 25. 25 pledges. Um amazing. Uh, um <laughs> I get choked up thinking about it a little bit. I'm going to keep it a bean ski bot with y'all. Because, um, you know, I've said this. Everybody who listens to this podcast know that I've said for months now that my goal is to never, is to never want to work. Oh, my fucking God. I forgot to put my blinds up again. Hold on. As I was saying. <laughs> Everybody who uh, listens to this podcast, if you've been listening to this podcast for whether it be one week, two weeks, three months, six months, a year, um, you know that I've said many a times that my goal is to never have to work a job again. My goal is to make creating content online my full-time job. Uh, this this was always, uh, my goal in life was to never work for people um, I never want to do that, but you got to do that to make money. Um, and I decided that like, if I have to work for people, I'd rather be people who I know actually fuck with me every day. I w- wake up 
And when I get a new patron, I'll be like, well, guess what? I got a new boss. <laughs> yep. I got a new employer. You, you guys employ me now. Because I know y'all fuck with me. I know that. There isn't a shadow. There isn't a doubt in my mind that doesn't believe that um, you guys are going to stick by me. Some of y'all like me for just my random takes. Some of y'all like me for my personality. Some women have been subbing because they think I'm cute. Whatever it is, um, I know y'all fuck with me. And as long as that, as long as we have that uh, relationship here, I think that we'll always um, have something that, you know, it's special. It's special. That's that's the only that's the only way I can describe it. It's special. This is it's special. Um, during quarantine, I realized like. I was making more money from uh, unemployment than I was working my job. And I was like, why would I ever go back to work again? And then I was like, you know, why not make this little thing that you've been doing on the side that you invested hundreds of dollars into? Why not make that your full time job? And. um, We're on our way. We're on our way. One hundred percent. We're on our way. Um, Thank you. I just I just want to thank you to every single one of you. Um, for supporting me and loving me and um you know you niggas know how I feel about y'all man that ain't nothing new man ain't, ain't nothing I said nothing new man y'all niggas know how I feel about the gang my nigga y'all niggas know how I feel about y'all man without y'all I'm nothing man I'm nothing without y'all man I feel like I should play like some some real hood from ignorant hood shit now Cause like you mean I just I started off all somber and fucking cute and shit like that man I might as well just man I'm about to play some hood shit man let me get in my fucking bag all right man now we gonna start the pile for real man I love y'all thank y'all but let's play some hood shit so we can get 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 into our fucking Duffy man let's do it. Took a shot, niggas know that he a problem. When we catch a out, we gon' blow at his noggin. Hooper turn shooter, catch that nigga while he jogging. We might bring them texts out, cause niggas keep on falling. My young niggas wildin', tryin' turn him to medallion. Shoot you with your bitch, little bro, grew up with no guidance. Put him on the tee, since his cash ain't no stylus. I be giving sweat, the same shit y'all niggas jock. Ay, driving heat on them, niggas know that they could get it. Put your block up on the list, little bro finna hit it. Double cup of wine, good bitch, you know you can't sip it. And I get a nigga dropped in one car, no kissy. No kissy. When you deep up in the field, you know it's play for keeps. You can play with them like that, but you can't play with me. Nope. Bro, he like a bocce in your face with the heat. He should have stayed in his place, bro. Put his brain in his sneaks. Watch him fall, watch him go down, he's screaming out for a law. Oh 
Three Travis back to back, barking off. Hey, see this nigga been a grass for bitch, I cut the head off. When I get a drop, you know it's time to cut the dreads off. Welcome back to another episode of the Listen to Why You Shit podcast, the home of Potty Mouse, the only podcast that encourages you to listen to Why You Shit, the fastest growing podcast in the history of podcasts. Not Google that. That is a fact, though. Who are going to believe, nigga? Me or Google? They're minding your data right now. Please be afraid of them, niggas. I'm your host, Dom Sharp. I am back to give us new content. Knock your fucking head with, man. Remember, I love you or love. Now, have a good day at work, sweetie, in summer school. Because some of you niggas in summer school, I got somebody said it to me like four weeks ago. I don't know how long summer school lasts, to be real. Summer school because 100% be over, so whatever. But here's the thing about being a teenager and a kid again. Um, the, when I was a kid, the end of July always signified like, yo, August is coming, and after August is going to be school. And the month of August always flies by for some reason, like... What, what we got? What we got? Like, you know, 11 more days left in, uh, well, at this point, when I'm recording this, it's July 20th. So by the time y'all hear this, tomorrow, if you hear it tomorrow, which is Wednesday, it'll be 10 days. But anything after that will be less. Um, obviously, that's how days work, you fucking idiot. What the, f- why did I say that? Um, but, <laughs> um, yeah, man. Um, yeah, so fucking August always feels like the end of summer to me, which it is the end of summer, but realistically, it'd be hot into like September now. Like I'm like next time, like I'll probably release some merch again in like, um, in, uh, what month is that? September? <laughs> Obviously. I don't know what's going on. I, first, here's the thing. I didn't, I didn't stutter at once during the intro and I was like, Ooh, it's going to be a good pod. And then I started talking about regular stuff, started stuttering, but I probably released merch again inside September and I probably released more shorts because, um, it will still be hot outside. <laughs> like it will, it will still be 100% hot, but, um, yeah, man, I got, I got, I got it to my bag a little bit. Talk. I talked to y'all for a second. Then I had to come back and, you know, uh, I had to just play some bangers, some real street nigga from shooting up bang, bang shit. But, uh, you know, everybody go, uh, <coughs> oh my god! I got I got a cold. Caught a cold because I've been sleeping naked under my fan. Uh, Potty mouth told me that sleeping naked has health benefits, um, and I was like, "Oh, that's smart. I should sleep naked." And it's hot. I started doing that and immediately got a cold. That kid lied to me. Why the fuck he lied to me? But uh, <laughs> yeah, man, go cop the merch. Um, Pottymouth.net. Uh, we still have a bunch of pieces left. Please go buy it. Um, new Patreon episode coming. I'm, 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 I may release a few pieces of content this week on Patreon. Um, I bought a whiteboard, um, this week so I can keep track of things I have to do. And on my whiteboard for Patreon, it says, uh, double XL reaction videos. Cause niggas told me that they want to do that. I have the regular pod coming up that I do on Saturday with the boys. And yesterday I did a pod with Learn Lionel. But that shit got fucked up. Like, the audio was fucked up, so only the first 30 minutes. So I'll probably release that at some point this week on Patreon. Somebody's calling me. I'm, 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 I'm recording my podcast. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> um, yeah, so... That's so. That's what I got. Somebody's going to DM me this week and be like, "Dom, who was that?" Don't worry about it. Listen to Patreon to find out. <laughs> oh my god! 
but yeah, so I got, I got, I got, I got some content coming up for Patreon. Um, also, I got a few pods I'm doing this week on other people' podcasts. Um, I'm doing, uh, actually, I want I'm doing as I please pod. Um, we were, we, we were supposed to do a pod a few months ago, but we're finally going to do it. I'm doing the as I please pod, and I'm doing stick talk pod. Um, I, I believe no stick talk is the thirty first. And then this Wednesday, I'm doing as I please. So, you know, this whiteboard is honestly the best thing ever because I can just look up at this when I'm at my desk and see what the fuck I got to do. Um, I don't know. I should have bought this earlier because I'm way way more organized. Um, also, the playlist is coming up. I said it this week on – I said it today, this week. I said it today on, on the stories that I am finishing the playlist now because a bunch more of y'all send me music. And it's re- some of y'all music is really good, and I really want to put it on there. So I had to, like – I'm. I'm limiting, I'm limiting myself to 20 songs, but I'm trying to choose the best 20 songs. And just because your song doesn't make this playlist doesn't doesn't mean it won't make the next playlist. So just saying that. Uh, but <clears throat> I think I said this before, and I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give out some more game to the underground rappers because a lot of y'all are really talented. And then when I go to y'all page, it's like nothing. Your pages are barren, like it's nothing. And I'm wondering, like, how do you ever think you're going to get discovered? Like, how do you think that's going to work for you? How do you think anybody ever going to be... Like, when it comes to rap music today, I know, like, the rappers I like, not only do I like their music, but I like them as people and characters. And that's because they make themselves available to be a personality. And I think some of you may have, like, amazing personalities that you're not showing off. Like, you're not showing it off well enough. Like, if you are a rapper in 2021... And you have six Instagram posts up on your Instagram, and that's it. You're doing it wrong. You are absolutely doing it wrong. Why do you have so few posts up? I can't like I, like six posts is enough, but I want to be able to scroll through. You know why my Instagram page catches so much traction? It's because people will watch one video of mine's and then scroll through, and if, before they know it, they are back thirty weeks. They are back thirty weeks watching a video from fucking February. Like, how the fuck I get back here? Because it's it's very scrollable. My, my my Instagram page is very scrollable. Like, you can get lost in the vortex. Some of y'all have been around for a while, so y'all see the videos as they drop. But for the new people that come, they see whatever video it is. Let's see the fucking Christian video. By the way, I dropped that fucking religious video this week about uh, Sky Daddy, and this one niggas told me. Two weeks in a row, I got to use that job. Two weeks in a row. Booyah, bitch, I'm here. But, so let's say people find me from, like, whatever, the Sky Daddy video, and they like that one video. They'll scroll through, and before I know it, I see them pop up. I'll see them pop up in my notifications, like, in 30 videos. Because it's very likable. Most, most, Most of my videos are... 30 seconds to like 45. I try not to do a minute long videos as much anymore, but sometimes the joke is funny enough. You get a whole minute, but you're only going to spend like 25, 30 minutes on my page. If you, if you scroll back far enough, like that's not long. You can do that. Whatever. People do it. So when I say this, say, I think um, you guys need to make your Instagram feeds more attractive to scroll through. Now, do I think that, Everybody should start a podcast. I mean, yeah, if you're interested enough. I think there's a, I think there's enough room for all of us for sure, 100%. But I do think there's other ways to make content 
um, for your Instagram page. Like, <clears throat> let's say you're really into fashion. Let's say you're really fashionable. Make fashion videos. Make make fashion reels. 30-second videos of the fitted today, right? Let's say you guys are really interested in, I don't know, fucking basketball. Do do a video about basketball once a week. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not hard to make your shit scrollable for people that, to, to get behind you as a personality. Like, I think I think that's more important. I remember Wallow said something. Wallow Tweak 7 is like a... I don't know. He's a podcaster now, but he wasn't always. He was like, and he was like an Instagram guy. And I remember he said something before, and I took this to heart. I take a lot of things to heart, honestly. Obviously, uh, he said when niggas, when rappers walk up to him and be like, "Yo, bro, check me out," and then they send me the Instagram, and then he look at, and then he look at the Instagram, and then their landing page is is ass. Like your Instagram is your landing page. If there's nothing on your landing page, ooh. How can I recommend you to anybody? You're not interesting. If I send this Instagram to anybody, nobody's going to want to scroll through this Instagram. Nobody's going to scroll through it. You got you to look appealing. So a lot of you make good music, but you have, to, you have to build a personality around the music. Whether it just be like little short one-minute vlogs daily of like, hey, guys, today I went to. Know what, know, you, know what, you know what would be a funny video? Let's say you went to work for like 10 hours a day and, you, and that was your day on most days. Hey, so this morning I woke up, I brushed my teeth, I put my clothes on, I got in my car, I went to work, I came home and I went to sleep. Thanks, guys. That's that's hilarious. If you just do like like if you just take little clips daily of you doing like small stuff, like brushing your teeth, getting in your car, going to work, standing at work, coming home, showering, then laying down and you just voice over that. You post that da- daily, <laughs> that'd be hilarious. Like I know, like you know, everybody' life isn't interesting, but make you got to figure out how to make your life interesting. My life isn't interesting. I spend most of my days sitting at this very desk, um, editing videos to put out. That's literally how I spend most of my days, and it works. You guys find it funny somehow, but yeah, um. Some of you niggas need help. And I'm not the one to help you because, I mean, I am. I give out advice as much as I can, but, you know, just figure that shit out. <clears throat> um, Now, let's get into some topics. By the way, I don't know if I said this. Um, Patreon, patreon.com backslash pottymouth. Um, the merch is on uh, pottymouth.net. Go buy it, please, um, so I can continue not having to work. And I can continue giving you this content. Um, thank you. Um, now let's go. Um, it was a video. It was a, I sent I sent a video to myself, and I want to watch this. Now the caption on this video says, um, "I ain't gonna lie. I see why y'all hate podcasts." Now I got added in this video a bunch. Uh, people sent this video to me, and I was like, "What the fuck is this video about?" Um, now the cap that that was the tweet. That was the tweet, the, the tweet of the caption. That's the caption of the video said, ladies, if if sex is going to be a chore for you, why do y'all constantly push monogamy on men? I got I got a lot of things about this. By the way, um, just at this point, while I'm recording right now, the Bucks just won the finals. So that's cool. Shout out Giannis. Um, CP3 is not the guy. But let's watch this video. And um, we're going to see what this guy says. 
See and see how much of this shit is. We got here's when I read when I read you like this. I always try to determine how much of this shit is misogyny and how much of this shit is misandry. Now let me explain what I say. This now misogyny is the act of hating as the act of hating women, and misandry is the act of hating men. I think a lot of times niggas like this would get on podcasts and just be misogynist and just like be like, "Yo, women need to be in the kitchen and cook, and that's it. That's all they can do." In which case, I don't agree with that. Now, sometimes they say stuff that is is an unpopular opinion, but I'm like, I kind of agree with that. And people will go against it because of misandry. They'd be like, yo, men are ass. Men are trash. Why do we listen to men? Why do we like men? Um, so I want to see how much of this is one or the other. So let's watch this clip, and then we can go from there. Let's see. Let's see what this guy has to say. By the way, I don't know what the name of this podcast is, but whatever. How do women do complain? Oh, my husband's always on me. Why is he always on me? If sex is going to be a chore for you that you don't really want to do, why do women constantly push monogamy on men? If you know that you don't want to have to deal with him all the time just wanting you, mm-hmm. why do you push monogamy on men? Well, who's to say I pushed First of all, let me start off by saying this. I don't know how old, um, I don't know how old the motherfuckers on this podcast are. But in my opinion, of a 23-year-old man, women are way more hornier than us. Women are ten t- tenfolds more hornier than us. Like, I could, like, like I have my spouse of horniness where, like, I want to fuck every day. But I can go two weeks without fucking and I'll be fine. I'll masturbate. I'll get over it. Because sometimes I don't like to have sex. I'm be real. Let me, let me, let me read what you right now. I think that sex is a chore sometimes. Like, for men, I think sex is a chore. Like I gotta fuck you, I gotta eat your pussy. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta look sexy. Like I gotta, like I gotta do all this. Like sex is hard, and sometimes I don't want to do all that. I gotta, you know what I'm saying? I gotta make you feel sexy. I gotta make you want it. Like I gotta make you feel appreciated. I'm not trying to do all that. I just want a nut. Why do I got to be responsible for all this stuff when I just want a nut? So sometimes I don't even like feel like putting myself through the trouble of like. Courting, like not even courting a woman, but like getting her over to my house. That sometimes that's the two three day process because they gotta work and they gotta figure out their schedule. They, they may be on a, they may be the midst of their period. So I wait for that to end. Um, this that and the third. So, like sometimes I'm like, you mean you got you got get over to the crib. Once you get over to the crib, you gotta feed the bitch because bitches be hungry. You gotta make sure your crib ain't too hot, ain't too cold. You know what I'm saying you gotta clean your room. Like sometimes like my room don't ever be dirty, be messy, but like I'm not about the fucking mess. Like, I can't do that. I got to do all this just to get a nut off when I can call up Pamela and I can get that shit off in 30 seconds tops. Like, I can beat I can beat my dick efficiently. I'm an efficient dick beater. I can beat off very fast. Like, I don't know how long it takes women to come when they masturbate, but the longest the longest part for me when it comes when it comes time to masturbate is finding the right video. Because once I get the right video, I'm, I'm, I'm in and out like the burger. I'm out of here. So I said, I'd say, I don't know how old these niggas is. Maybe it get different when, when you date older people, not date older people. As you get older and the people you are dating get older, uh, maybe it changes. But as of right now, the women be way more hornier than us. But let's, but let's keep watching. Anything on anybody. Like, well, we know that people, you pushed monogamy on me. <laughs> I pushed monogamy. I forced you to get married to me. Time out. You said to me, you know, hold on, hold on, hold on. Big time out. Big time out. Big time out. Big time out. Is this your wife? <laughs> My guy, is this your wife? 
My guy, you married to this? My guy, did you just say that your wife forced you to get married? Is that what you just said on the podcast with you and your wife? What? Oh, my God. This king don't give a fuck. Let's keep going now. Pressured me to get married. In 2007, we were living together, right? You said you no longer wanted to live up with me and shack up with me because mm-hmm. you wanted to be my wife, not my girlfriend. Right, because I wanted to know where that the relationship was going. That don't sound like pressure to you? It sounds like me voicing where I see my life going. It, it sounds like me saying this is what I would like. You can decide to meet me there. If not, we can reevaluate what exactly we're doing. Okay. Additionally, would I call it pressure per se? Not necessarily pressure. <laughs> a lot of women. Do- okay, hold on. Hold on. That's a bar. I wish this video was longer. It's only one minute. But that's a bar. <clears throat> if we living together and we in like and like we've been together for a few years and you say, yo, either whatever, like I'm, I want to get married or like I'm going to leave because I want to be married. That sounds like you putting the pressure on me. That sounds like, yo, like, nigga, marry me or I'm out. That is the, you gave me an ultimatum. That is putting the pressure on me. Like, you know, and, and not to make it seem like she doesn't have the right to say that. Like, she has the right to 100% say, like, yo, like, I don't want to do this no more. So you can even get with it or get left, which is cool. But at the same time, it's an ultimatum. Like, if I say, yo, bitch, like, you know what I mean? I want fuck. And if you want fuck, you got to go home. I'm a, I put I put the pressure on you to fuck. Either way, let's say we've been living in this house for seven years or ten years or however many long. All my stuff is here. I don't want to move out, bitch. It's the middle. It's the, it's winter time outside. It's cold as shit. It's two a.m. and and it's about to snow, bitch. If you're not fucking, you gotta leave. I, I might fuck you now. I'm I don't want to go outside in the snow. Same thing he did. Like damn, bitch. I guess I gotta marry you now. I've been living with you forever now. And just, I'm, I'm comfortable here. And Butter talked about this on the Patreon episode where we get comfortable with our significant others. Like, I said it on Patreon. Like, I'm the king of the double back. I don't fuck no new women. Like, any woman I fuck, it's always a double back. Like, I don't, it, it ain't, like, I don't want to have to get to know no, I don't want to have to get to know nobody new. I don't feel like I should have to do that. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm down for just like, yo, you know me, I know you, and let's do us. That's it. We don't need nothing else. This right here, it's all we need. So, yeah, I get it. Like, he, he she might have put the pressure on him. But, um, so, let's go back to this game that I wanted to play. Misogyny or misandry? I'm misandry. This, matter of fact, I'm going to say half and half. I'm going to say half and half. I think it's leaning a little bit more misandrous. Misandry and less misogyny. Because um, I don't think he said anything like, I hate women. Like, I don't think it was any, like, I don't think it was anything like demeaning towards men and to women in that statement. But I do think that when he voiced how he felt, people were like, no, she just like, it's like men just, it's, it's, the rhetoric of, it's the rhetoric of men being trash, which is, which is inherently misandry. Um, but, you know, nobody cares about men's feelings until we kill ourselves. And they'd be like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Men kill themselves at such a high rate. Why? Because society tells us not to feel things. Society be like, yo. Let's talk about that for a quick. Let me talk about that for a quick second. Men are not allowed to feel things. We are not allowed to, and it sounds cliche, and it sounds like I'm saying a talking point that a thousand people, have, a thousand other men have said. It's because it's facts. Like I don't. I, it was an old post. It, it was an old Chris Rock joke where Chris Rock said that um, um, women are women and children are are only loved unconditionally. Men are loved under conditions. Do I believe that is has some hints of truth to it? Yes. 
I think that um, at a certain point in your life, when it comes to relationships with women and people, you are loved under condition as a man. You are loved under the condition of what do you bring to the table? I think that's just the facts of it. I think that's just the facts of being a man in the world. Like you, ha- you are, you are, you are loved based on what do you bring? Do I think it's always like that? No, bro. I was, I was a 19, 20 year old kid. My girlfriend loved me. We lived together and I did not have a job for like 18 months. I was selling weed. I was junking shit. That's how I made money. And she loved me unconditionally. So I do think there are exceptions to the rule. I 100% believe it. I, I do think that like as, as the younger you are, the more leeway you get to be like, you know, he has potential. Right. But I think at a certain time, people stop caring about potential. Be like, yo, what you got for me? But on the other side of the coin, I believe that women, women are just love for being like, if you, if you pretty, you always have value in this world. Now that sounds sexist 100%, but if you got a vagina, not even pretty, you could just have a vagina because so many niggas is horny. But if you, if you just, if you're a woman, you have, you have value. You will always have a way to make money. You will always have something that people will want. I talk about this. Um, I want I want to, I want to say this for Patreon, but it is something I noticed. Um, so I've been going out more recently. Um, I've been going out more, and um, me me and Cam been like hitting the scene more often. And uh, whenever we hit the scene, it's been like kind of uh, it's been kind of like the real mixy vibes, like. Sometimes it's like a chill, cool vibe, but other times it's been real mixy. And um, when I'm learning about those real mixy vibes is you have to have something to be noticed. Like, no bullshit. Me, Cam, and my homie Kahari, we went to a uh, a lounge the other day, which is like, lounges are like nightclubs, and you can't tell me otherwise. Anywhere where there are bottle girls, it's a club. That's how I feel. If there are bottle girls and when they bring you a bottle, it is it has sparklers on it. That is a club. I don't care what the fuck you I don't care what the fuck you try to call it. It's a club. Um, so that's where we were at. And um we were in that job. And the crazy thing is we we had went out with the intentions of like, yo, we just gonna go vibe we're gonna go vibe tonight. Eventually, originally we, we was gonna go out and watch game five of the final. Was it game five? I don't know. It was one of the was it, it was one of the games. Um it might have been game five. Was it game five? Yeah, it was game five. It was game five, yes. We were going to go out to watch game five of the finals at Buffalo Wild Wings. And, um, what, and like, one of our homeboys, Butter, Butter had said, nah, I don't want to go no more because it started raining. She was like, like, let's do something else. So, at first, we was like, let's go to Hookah Bar. Hookah Bar, cool vibe. Because you can BYOB, bring your own liquor, which is always a vibe with me. Because I usually always got a bottle, so I get to bring my own liquor. And I get to smoke hookah. I'm fine with that. I'm a, everybody knows me. I'm a hookah whore now. I 100% lead into my hookah whoreness. I am a hookah whore. If you want to know one thing about Dom, know that Dom is a hookah whore. So I was cool with that. So we went to the first hookah bar, and it was shut down. So not shut down, but it wasn't. It was, it was too packed, and we couldn't get a table. So we said, fuck it. Cam was like, I know this other spot. I said, what spot? He said, low-key Philly, which I said, anywhere that has low-key in a name, it's not low-key. That's just the facts of the situation. So we go there. And immediately we walk in, I was like, this is not the vibe we expected. Because if you go to, like, if you go to Buffalo Wild Wings with your boys, um, the expectation is I'm going to be with the boys. 
if you go to a hookah bar without women, the expectation is I'm we gonna sit in our section, we gonna drink, we gonna smoke hookah, and we gonna laugh together. I'm with the boys, but once you go to like a lounge club type situation, now now the now the now the expectation is oh we gotta get bitches because we don't look because we don't get no bitches, we look corny. Now y'all know me, I done fucked a lot of bitches in my life, and women outside don't don't entertain me. I, they, they they just don't. I just like I don't care. I don't I don't care to force it. I don't care to try. Honestly, that's what that's what it comes. I don't care enough to try. I think I think some of it might be come down to some self confidence issues, but I'm not ready to acknowledge that yet. So I'm going to keep saying that it's because I don't care. <laughs> that's the funniest shit I ever said in my life. Um, but yeah, so um, we walk in and we realize what the situation is in there, and then. Not even twenty minutes. Like we didn't there for twenty, thirty minutes at this point. And we are discussing a, we are we are having discussion of whether or not we should split a bottle. Like go to bottle service and order a bottle. If anybody who who's if you ever bought a bottle from bottle service, you know that bottles from bottle service are not cheap. The same bottle that you can go to the liquor store for get fifty dollars is now gonna be two hundred dollars inside a club. So we're not having this conversation. I walk up to the lady at the bottle. I, I walk up to the lady at the bottle. At uh, I walk up to the lady behind the bar and I ask her how much is a bottle. She say what you want. I said what you got. She named two things to me. She said Hennessy and Casamigos. I said well, this shit about to be outrageous. I asked how much is Hennessy because I know Casamigos is a new hot drink and I'm like mm, that might be a little bit more expensive than good old fashioned Hennessy. So I said how much is the Hennessy? She said one ninety. I leave. I go back to the I go I go back to the boys. I tell Cam. I say Cam, it's one ninety. He say that's not bad. I'm like, what you mean that's not bad? What do you mean? If I'm I'm like, I would never financially recover from buying a bottle that is a hundred and ninety dollars. I w- I can't I can't financially recover from that. That would set me back so many weeks. Like, <laughs> like I don't know what kind of shit y'all like. I'm not rich. I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm poor. And I'm just looking like, this is not fun. And I realized like that was the way of the land there. The only way to get women to recognize you in the set, in a, in a setting like that is to be the nigga that buys a bottle. This to be the nigga that has the section. It even that doesn't even guarantee you women like to be noticed at our age. To, like, like to be noticed by women, you have to have something. Especially in those settings, you gotta have a section, gotta have a bottle, gotta have a few bottles, cause three niggas can't share one bottle. Gotta have a few hookahs, cause three niggas can't share one hookah. Like you got, like it's so much money you gotta spend to have a good time, when you not even spend that for yourself. Cause me personally, I know I can have a good time and not be here. Like I don't have to. Like I'm not. Like Cam said the statement. Like we're paying for ambiance. I don't want to pay for ambiance. Paying for ambiance is the same thing as paying for like designer labels. I don't wear designer. I don't wear designer clothes. That's not who I am. Like I don't. I don't be like, ooh, this, ooh, this, ooh, this fucking Louis Vuitton shirt. I mean, yeah, it's hundred and thirty dollars, but why would I buy that shirt when it's a shirt similar to it by this independent brand that's sixty bucks? Like, like why? Like why would I pay that much more money? I say that to say is um. Bars over clubs. Bars over clubs. Fellas, I know some of y'all are older. Some of y'all are my age and some of y'all are younger. Some of y'all are going to your first year of college this year. Um, boys, learn how to be good at talking. 
be a good speaker. Because let me tell you what's never going to go out of style, being funny. Bitch is always going to fuck a funny nigga. But if you in the club and the music is loud, you can't be funny. Now you got you to whisper in the ear. Yo, yo, you see that new episode of Invincible? Like, you can't. Like you, it, don't, it don't work like that. Like, it just don't work like that. But if you in the but if you in a bar, right? Hear me out. If you in a bar, the music ain't as loud. You kind of sitting at the bar, so you kind of close in quarters. You can like talk freely, and I had the worst one. And you can show off your funny chops. Be funny. Be a personality. I'm telling you, that works more. Uh, but that's my long ass speech about nothing. I don't know how I even got there, but hopefully it was entertaining. <laughs> <coughs> Wow. Shout out to me for just giving that speech. Giannis Antetokounmpo really won the finals, man. This nigga Chris Ball really is going... Is, this nigga Chris Ball is really going to retire without a ring. Because that was his best chance. It's not happening for him. Wow. Okay. Um. Okay, back to popular demand. <clears throat> People, uh, somebody tweeted me this week. I'm, I I forgot I forgot who tweeted to me, but when I find it, I found the tweet and I put it on the screen. They said, um, I should make um my my Mount Rushmore a regular segment on the pod, which I say y'all be trying, but sometimes I don't got it. I don't have nothing that I want to put on the Mount Rushmore. But I found something I want to put on Mount Rush. I said I found something I want to put on on the Mount Rushmore this week. So back by popular demand. So back by popular demand, a Mount Rushmore. My Mount Rushmore of the best theme songs of all time. You ready for this list? This list might be really divisive. I didn't give a lot of lists on this podcast, but this list might be the most divisive list because there's so many different ways you can choose. But here go my top. Here go here, here go my top for you. Ready for it? Drake and Josh, number one. I don't. I never put them in order, but Drake and Josh is number one. I never thought. Come on, it's a it's a banger. It's a banger. Number two, the original Teen Titans. That's a bop. When there's trouble, you know who to call. Exactly. I left a little pocket there so you can say it, and you know exactly what this. And you know exactly how the song go. So number two, Teen Titans. Number three. Why my voice is crap? Number three. The original Pokemon series. That's a classic. The original Pokemon series. I want to be the very man. Come on. That's a classic. That's a classic. And number four. I the only, When I thought about this list earlier, it, it, was, it, it was a toss up for me between two shows. I Carly and Zoe 101. I think iCarly's is like, it's happier. Live life, breathe air. I know somehow we're going to get there and be so wonderful. Like, it's it's a bop. Like, it's a bop. But when Zoe come on that song and she say, Are you ready? Nigga. Bro, she start, bro, she start the verse with, are you ready? And then go right to an R&B when she said, Ooh, I know you see me standing here. 
do I love my dear? Like, come on. So I don't know. I don't know. Y'all let me know in the comments. Four or five. Should, so who should make the Mount Rushmore? Should I Carly make the rush? Should I Carly make the Mount Rush? Ooh, that word to be my ass. Should I Carly make the Mount Rushmore or should Zoe one on one? Because I I can't choose. Like that Zoe one that that Zoe one on one shit really like when she come on and say when she come on and say, "Are you ready?" That's a fire way to start a song. That's like Drake dropping the beat out and go, yeah. Like, that That gave me the same energy. Like, that shit, it like, ooh, it's just like, ooh. You just knew you was going to body that one. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> oh, my God. That's my Mount Rushmore theme songs. I don't think I, that 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 may be the most divisive list I ever gave on this podcast because there's so many different like there's so many different shows you can choose from. There's so many different shows you can choose from. Somebody in the comments going to say Adventure Time. I feel it because I can see why you think Adventure Time. Adventure Time was a big show and they had like I think when it comes to like shows who had the best music like Adventure Time got slapped like Adventure. Hold on. Niggas want to hear my favorite. Slap from Adventure Time. I don't know if they're going to take me down for it. I might get demonetized for this. But I'm willing to get demonetized to play this. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Because this would this this shit right here. Oh, my God. This shit right here, whenever I hear it, I won't cry. I, and some of y'all already know what joint I'm talking about. Because I've said it many times. You ready? You ready? Daddy, why would you eat my fries? I bought them and they were mine. But you ate them, yeah, you ate my fries. And I cried, but you didn't see me cry. Daddy, do you even love me? Well, I wish you showed it. Cause I wouldn't know it. What kind of daddies his daughter's frozen? Doesn't look her in the eyes. Daddy, there were tears there. If you saw them, would you even care? That's one of them ones. That shit just, ooh. Marceline really got hits, though. Like, if we gonna keep it a bean, Marceline got hits. Like, she got him. Bro, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. What's the other Marceline hit? Hold on. I'm gonna bury you in the ground. I'm gonna bury you with my sound. I'm gonna drink the red from your pretty pink face. I'm gonna. Marceline, that's too distasteful. Oh, you don't like that? Or do you just not like me? Sorry, I don't treat you like a goddess. Is that what you want me to do? Sorry, I don't treat you like you're perfect. Like all your little voices are just do. Sorry, I'm not made of sugar. Am I not sweet enough for you? Is that why you always avoid me? Is it such an inconvenience for you? I'm just your problem. I'm just your problem. 
got fucked. Marceline got fucked. I tell you, I tell you what. I tell you what. Marceline got fucking hits. Like, she got him. Like, Marceline keep a hit. One thing about Marceline, she gonna give you, she gonna give you a slapper. One thing about Marceline, she gonna give you a slapper. And that's on what? Mary had a little lamb. Oh, you know, nah, who, nah, I'm, I'm not gonna do this. I'm not gonna do this because you know, because you know who else got hits though? Steven Universe, not Steven Universe, fucking Phineas and Ferb. Steven Universe also got some hits. Now I think about it, they got a few hits. They got some joints. They, they got some joints. I think they got some joints. But nah, Phineas and Ferb got joints. Phineas, fin- come on. Let's talk about it. Phineas and Ferb, joints. Way too many joints. Way too many, way, way too many names. Like, every member of the cast got at least one hit you fuck with. Every, everybody got one. Like, Candace got some. Phineas got some. Doofus Smurfs got, like, everybody got a hit that you fuck with. It's just one of them ones, man. They, they just one of them ones. The whole, the whole, the whole team got a hit song. <laughs> oh my god. <sighs> hey yo, whenever I was thinking about this this week, because I was um listening to some Drake songs. <clears throat> whenever Drake get in his um his bag and it it's usually his rapping bag. Nah, he doing it, he doing it on his RB joints. But whenever Drake like get exacerbated on a song, exacerbated, what's the word? Whenever Drake just get like tired of niggas on a on a song. Like on Duppy when he came on the song inside. <sighs> Come on. Or my favorite John is when Drake um when Drake stop himself mid-verse and be like <sighs> when Drake suck his teeth mid-verse. Come on. You know, you know he really get in his bag on that shit. He did that on you in the six. He said, I can't be out here mm, phone with you, mama. I can't be <sighs> I, I can't I can't be yelling on the phone with you, mama. Ooh. Come on. Whenever Drake get into his sucks sucks teeth bag and like, you know, come on, that's a different bag. Sucks teeth. Whenever Drake get mad at niggas on a verse. <laughs> no, it's funny because he do that. Like he's like he really does that. Cause on what what song was that? Sanders Rose? No, it might have it might have been eight out of ten. He said, I gotta, I gotta breathe real deep when I catch an attitude. And whenever he catch an attitude in the verse, he just take a deep breath. Like he really be like he got deep he like he really got a brief real deep when he catch an attitude. Whenever he get into whenever he get into that bag, it's a different bag. Oh my god, guys, I'm, I'm getting another phone call. I'm I am recording the power right now. I, I'll call you back, okay? Uh, all right. All right. Come on, y'all. Y'all know my name. <laughs> Come on, niggas know my name. Niggas know me. Niggas know Dom. One thing about Dom, I'm going to give it up. Drewski meme. Come on. But speaking of Drake, <clears throat> if Drake don't drop Certified Lover Boy, I'm going to blow a fucking casket. I'm going to blow the fuck up if Drake does not drop this fucking album. 
He told us in October of 2020, it was coming out January 2021. It is now Wednesday, July 21st. We're coming up on October again, Drake. Give us certified lover boy. Okay? Give it to us. If you go back a few months ago, I was predicting the album. I thought that I, 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 I've been predicting the album every two, every, every few months. I'd be like, nah, I think it's coming now. And it ain't came. It ain't came. But I've been watching DJ Academics live streams on Twitch. I've been watching them on Twitch. I've been watching the clips he posts on YouTube. And he posted a clip about um, him talking to Drake about the album. And Drake sounds really high on his album. That's cool, Aubrey. Give it to us. Hey, Ops, that's real cool that you like your music. That's that's really cute. I really like that for you, Ops. Ops, like no real Ops, real shit. I like that you like the music that you're making now. Ops, I appreciate that, Aubrey. But give it to me. I want it. I want to listen to it. I want it in my ears. I want the words to come out my mouth, Aubrey. Miss, hey, like, what I gotta do to get this album? Like, what I gotta do? I want to, guys, I've been saying it for months now. I want to drop Certified Shit Talker merch. I really do. I want to drop merch that says Certified Shit Talker. But I cannot until Drake drops the fucking Certified Lover Boy album. Because nobody's going to get the fucking joke if I do it before he drops the album. Nobody's going to get the fucking joke. Jesus Christ, Aubrey, give us the fucking album. Fucking hate Aubs. Fuck is Aubs doing? You guys want to know something else? I noticed this week. <clears throat> I like my women who got. I like women who got to grow into being cute. Like I like women who was kind of like ugly up until like they was like in their twenties. Like I like I like I like I like recently found bad bitches. Like I, don't, I like I can't date no girl who been pretty her whole life, cause them bitches be boring. Like girls who been pretty their whole life are boring. They had no choice. Like their whole life, people have been nice to them and wanted to talk to them and wanted to be friends with them because they were pretty. Facts. But the ugly ones, the ones who had to like earn friends, they earned them because they were interesting to talk to because they were funny. They had good stories. They were they were genuine, genuinely good people. Like, facts. And you know those type of girls today, too. Like, you can always tell the type of girls who are, like, who've been pretty their whole life because you talk to them and they have nothing of substance to say. Like, nothing of substance to say. Like, they're, 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 like they are almost completely, they're, they're, they are just fucking rocks. Not in the way of, like, they're dumb, because some of them may actually be really intelligent, really smart, but they don't, they don't have no personality. Nobody, nobody, nobody ever told them, no, I don't want to speak to you. Have you ever told a bad bitch you didn't like, have you, have anybody ever told a bad bitch? No, I don't want to be your friend. No, everybody wants to be friends with bad bitches. No, why bad bitches be friends with other bad bitches. I want to be around a group of bad bitches. She don't need to be interesting. She a bad bitch. Facts. But when it comes to like dating them and talking to them, it's like it's like pulling teeth trying to get them to say any anything of interest, 
anything that I can fucking hold on to to start a conversation about. I I, I truly believe the best women to date are newly women who are new to being. I truly believe that the best women to date are women who are new to their bad bitchdom. Like women who are like who grew into being cute. You know what I'm saying? Cause every I feel like every girl as every girl got some type of has a bad bitch level at some point. Like every girl reached the it's because like they finally learned to love themselves. They probably they finally learned to not care about what other people think about them. Like every girl learns about their bad bitch them at some point or another. And um those are the bitches that you want to meet. The women who are new. This fucking gnat is killing me. The women that are new to the bad bitch them. Cause those are the ones, man. Those are the ones. Mm-hmm. I, when I saw somebody tweet. If I find a tweet, I put it on the screen. Uh, matter of fact, can I, can I go find a tweet right now so I can read it to you? I always do this to myself because then I'm going to have to go back and like find all, all the things I mentioned to put it on screen. And that's always, that always sucks. <laughs> <coughs> My fucking cough is killing me. It was a girl that tweeted this, and I and I I know that this, I know this I know for a fact this is a Philly chick. I know it is. I have no doubt in my mind this is a Philly chick. No doubt in my mind. But she tweeted, "Why do niggas wear cross bags? Girls can't have anything." And I saw that. And I was like, can men not know comfort? As a 23-year-old man, I've, as a 23-year-old man, just now in my life, has I, have I just learned the thrill of wearing a purse? Because a cross bag, just a purse, which I'm fine with. The thrill of wearing a purse and wearing short shorts. Just figured out how fun it is. For the longest time, men had to wear, like, long shorts because it was gay. And we couldn't wear, like, bags because it was gay. But the whole time, that was just holding us back from reaching our full potential. Do you know how good it feel to wear seven-inch shorts and to have fucking the wind in the summertime blow against your thigh and go up your leg and now your fucking balls ain't sticking together because then you got some wind, some fucking, some fucking ventilation on them motherfuckers? It's amazing. Why would I ever wear shorts that are less than seven inches ever again in my life? I won't. I own so many of them. All my shorts are short shorts now. That's all I'm doing. As a man, I've had to put, as a man, I've had to carry everything in my pockets my whole life. My wallet, my keys, my phone. I'm a smoker, so my lighter, when I do... I'm a smoker, so my lighter, when I smoke weed, I, I had to carry my weed and my roll-ups. Like, I had to carry all this stuff inside my pockets. You know how great it is to be like, now nah, I'm going to just put it in a bag and just rock out? Bro, cross bags aren't cool. They are convenient. It is, it is a necessary tool to achieve maximum fuckboyery. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just trying to be comfortable out here in these streets. I can't run from the cops 
if I got everything in my pockets weighing me down. But I've got, but if I got that shit in a bag, I can just twist that shit to the back and I can get busy. I was talking to Cam about this shit the other day. Cam called it a tool bag. It's a tool bag, my nigga. Maybe that's what we got to do to get more men to wear cross bags. We got to give it a manly name, like a tool bag. What you mean you got your screwdriver on you, my nigga? Put it in your tool bag. Now it's not gay. You know what I'm thinking. Before you motherfuckers that don't want men to be comfortable out there, suck a dick. I, lo- I love, I love, there's nothing I love more than putting on my fucking crossbody bag and putting all my stuff inside of it. I can fit multiple bottles in there, like of liquor. Eat comfortably. It's amazing. And people want to people want to deny the men of today uh, the satisfaction of not having to carry those things. Ayo, since since men are the reason for every problem in the world. I want to know which one of you simp-ass niggas created monogamy. I just thought about this. Watching that video earlier got me thinking. Like, you know, men have been in charge of the world forever now. So at some point, some nigga was like, you know one thing? I don't want to fuck every woman. I just want to fuck one woman. And that just became the the, the fucking standard for society. Why? What do we gain from that? Bro, do you realize that some nigga at some point in history was like, bro, I just want to fuck her and that's it. And that's why we got to fuck one woman. That's why. If he didn't say that shit, bro, all the boys would have multiple girlfriends and women would just be fine with it. You know how hard it is to be monogamous? It's very hard. It's very hard. I think polygamy, I think everybody should practice polygamy. Listen, I've said this before. I totally believe that everybody should practice polygamy, um, especially in this economy. Not because I'm a freaking nasty nigga or not because I can't be faithful. It's because it makes financial sense. Let's say I get another girlfriend and my girlfriend get another boyfriend. That's four separate incomes coming into this household. What do you mean, my nigga? We living good. What are you talking about? Me and Brobo can go half on games and shit. What you talking about? I got a, I got a partner in two v two basketball. Like what? Do, what do you mean? Like this sounds, this sounds like this sounds like an amazing world, but for some reason, society is forcing us to be monogamous. It doesn't work. It's stupid. Everybody should have multiple partners. Everybody should be able to fuck multiple people, and just that's how. And 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 and, and that's just the world we live in. That's simp ass nigga. Mm. Um, Drake really said I taste pain and regretting your sweat He really said that Drake said that shit like on a song Drake Drake was in a strip club A stripper was dancing on him And he licked her neck Oh and after he licked her neck, he said, 
I taste pain and regret in your sweat. And niggas just thought that was okay to say. Oh my god. I I I got another FaceTime coming in. Guys, I'm, I'm really hell. I'm recording my podcast now. Okay. Bye bye. <laughs> I'm really him. Guys, I'm really him. <laughs> oh my god, this is a funny episode. Oh my god, this is a funny episode. <sighs> Crazy thing is, none of them are getting a call back. That was three different women. None of them are getting a call back. I have things to do tonight. But Drake, he really licked that girl neck and said, I taste pain and regretting your sweat. And thought that was okay to say. Like nobody, like when he said that in the studio, Forty didn't think to say, whoa, 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 whoa there, buddy. What what do you mean by that? Nobody thought that nobody thought to ask him that. Nobody thought to ask, what do he mean by that? And he said, nah, it's Drake. Fuck it. No. No. Don't let Drake get that shit off. Wow. That's um that's uh, incredibly funny. <laughs> uh how many more topics I have tonight? Um uh, I got I got I got a few more things I want to talk about. Do I save them? Nah, I'm gonna talk about this real fast. Y'all remember a few weeks ago when I reacted to that girl? This was maybe two, three podcasts ago. I reacted to that girl who said that her ex-boyfriend was still paying for her um, for her apartment and she had a new boyfriend and all that cool flash. She was a very funny clip. Um, I, I reacted to it. Maybe, it might have been a month ago now. Um, but I reacted to it. And then not only me, literally everybody who's on the internet watched the video and reacted to it because, you know, it was some, it was some good content to talk about. Uh, but since then, that girl, her name is Blue Jasmine. She has been on a press run. Like, she's been doing, like, outlets. I think she did Fret and Fish Podcast. I, 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 think she, I think she did the Fresh and Fit Podcast. Um, I saw that she did Adam 22. I saw Academics bought her on Twitch. I said, this, girl's on a tw- this girl is on a press run for being a bird. She, she's literally just flying around from publication to publication talking about being a bird. This is craziness. It's, it's really, like, she has no talents. She's not even a good communicator. Like, she's re- like I listen to her speak. She's not a good communicator. She's not good at telling the stories. People are just bringing her on because the shit that she say is so blasphemous to men that other men are like, I want to talk to her. And the only thing, I don't blame them. Because if I had enough clout, I would also bring the bitch on this podcast and be like, why'd you say that? Why do you believe these things? I just think it's crazy that girl is really just running around talking to just everybody. Like, anybody who will listen about just being a slut. And I shouldn't even say that, but it's like just being a bird. Okay. I just want to get that off there so y'all know what I, what, what, what I had to do deal with this week. And I got one more topic, and then we're going to get out of here. Um, I'm going to just ask this. And then, you know, we'll, we'll just see where it goes. What kind of hold did Jeff Hardy have on a black community? Like, think about this for a second. 
Out of all your friends that grew up and watched wrestling, all the black ones, out of all your friends who grew up and watched wrestling, if you are white, you're black friends, um, think about who their favorite wrestler was. I can almost guarantee you that Jeff Hardy is going to be the name they say nine out of ten times. Jeff Hardy was also my favorite wrestler as a kid. And all of my friends' favorite wrestlers. Why do we love that nigga so much? Like, what kind of hold did he have on us? This nigga, this nigga Jeff Hardy used to run around with braids in the early 2000s. And nobody cared. We're just like, fuck it. It's Hardy. The Hardy boys. Jeff Hardy had, like, a hold unlike un, any like unlike any other wrestler on the black community. It's crazy to think about. I think it's because, like, he was a high flyer and he did, like, crazy stunts and shit like that. Because I also, like, because now, now that I think about who my favorite rappers were as a kid, rappers, now, now that I'm thinking about who my favorite wrestlers, wrestlers were as a kid, um, Rob Van Dam was also one of my favorite wrestlers, and so was Rey Mysterio. And both of those guys, all three of those guys did, like, Wild, crazy stunts, jumping off shit, high flying type shit. I think it's just the reckless, the reckless, the recklessness that we were attracted to. I think it's the fact that they just didn't give a fuck that we just were attracted to them. But Jeff Hardy had a hold on the black community, unlike any other wrestler. And you would think that, oh, it'd be John Cena because he rapped. But like in middle school, like I think more people were like Jeff Hardy fans than they were John Cena fans. As, I mean, if we talk about like, Errors of John's. I like early John Cena, like like fucking Doctor Thug and Namish John Cena when he was like come out to the ring and rap every week. That's a cool John Cena. But once he got like a new T shirt every month, I was like, ah, this isn't for me. This isn't for me. But he used to fucking rock a chain and shit like that. Thorough. Thorough. Did y'all know that when John Cena went to go shoot them, when John Cena went to go shoot the Marine movie, he was off television for like I don't know four weeks or some shit. This is back when he was on SmackDown. Um, the way that the WWE wrote him off television was they said that he got stabbed at a nightclub so he couldn't come into work for a few weeks to, to recover. Now, what's extremely suspicious about this story was this that storyline took place around the same time that Paul Pierce got stabbed in real life. <laughs> it's like Vincent Man heard that story and was like, nah. I want to use that for one of my guys. <laughs> All right, man. Let, let's uh, let's get the fuck out of here. I, I love coming in and talking to you guys, but I don't want I don't want to hold y'all up here for too long, especially when it's just me. Um, when I had the friends on, the boys on, or guests on, I think I might have to do a little longer. Also, I want to talk to that guy Philly CTV coming up this week. He's the guy that's been covering like all of like the drill music and shit in Philly. And I want to talk to him, but I don't think it's going to be like an hour-long pie. I think I may do like 30 minutes. So I think I might just release that for free on a Saturday. But also I put out, put it on, put out a free, put out a, a paid for a Patreon episode. So there's going to be a lot of content I put out because I don't know. I don't know yet, guys. I really I honestly can tell you, but I want to put it out. Also, he doesn't want, because um, he's covering like niggas who shoot people. <coughs> he doesn't want to um, <clears throat> be on camera. So it's going to be like only audio for that. But I think I might use some clips from his videos like academics do inside inside the full video on YouTube. Because, you know, fuck it. But yeah, man, let's play a song. 
Then we're gonna get the fuck out of here, boys. Why? Why? I hate when I try to fucking. Yeah, bro. I, I already paid for fucking Apple Music, nigga. Just fucking. Why my MacBook be sounding me out of Apple Music and shit? Like, nigga, I pay for this shit. Thank you. shit sounds like i believe i played this shit on the pop before but our shit sounds very similar and i'm gonna play it as soon as i find it y'all can know who the fucking y'all know cause y'all can know like y'all i'm really still out here influencing niggas <clears throat> can i can i just can i just it's a lot of lead up on this beat i remember that That's not it. This is this is not that that's culture skeptic. Bro. The fuck? Apple music is on all nut shit right now, bro. Why didn't I let me play my song? Like, the fuck? The fuck? Okay, fuck. I don't care that much. You know what I'm saying? I, it, it, it's not that important to me. Uh, but let's get the fuck out of here so I can edit this. I can put it out tonight. This has been the episode of the Listen to Why Shit Podcast, the Homo Potty Miles, the only podcast that encourages you to listen to Why You Shit, the Fast Grown Podcast, and the History of Podcasts. Not Google that. That is a fact, though. Who can believe, nigga? Me or Google? They're my nigga that right now. Please be afraid of them, niggas. I have been your host, Dom Sharp. There are two things in this world that every human has. Opinions and assholes, and I so happen to be an asshole with an opinion. Thanks for listening, boys. Go cop the merch, pottymouth.net. Um, go sub to the Patreon, uh, patreon.com backslash pottymouth. Thank you. I need money.